0: what up everyone this is the twice over film club and i'm your host faraz today we're previewing promising young woman which is another best picture nominee at the academy awards this year if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on this year's nominees check out our previous episodes on judas and the black messiah mank minari nomadland sound of metal and the trial of the chicago seven we still plan on doing the father to round out the categories to keep an eye out for that make sure you follow us at the twice Over we'll on all the socials to keep up with our watch list and if you have any suggestions, hit us up there and let us know. All right, today is myself with Farhan and Yusuf. This episode does not contain any spoilers. Perfect cadence there. Nice, nice. Fahad? No, no, not Fahad. <laughs> Farhan and Yusuf. Not what's Fahad. Up nice? What's going on?
1: Wait, Fahad? What about Fahad? Not Fahad? Oh.
2: Not Fahad. He is the pretty young woman of the group, but uh, sorry, promising him. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wait, that's not the movie. (laughs) Close. (laughs) PYT, PYW, you know.
1: Pretty young thing. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, Promising Young Woman. That's the movie we're going to be talking about today. Uh, We'll be discussing it without any spoilers for this first section. Alright, so why are we doing this movie, guys? We're doing this movie because it's nominated for Best Picture at the Academy Awards. Right? That's why we're doing it. We're just trying to fill out the nominations for Best Picture because we're so Mm -hmm. close we're so close we're so close this is
2: this is the most like outside nomination i feel i mean it's just it's a little bit outside of the pale because we
0: haven't seen one movie out of the list yet
2: we haven't seen the father right promising young woman and the father those are that's a nice um i don't know there's some that's a nice uh coupling there so (laughs) I'm, i'm just assuming the subject matter of that movie right now in my head but um I'm probably totally wrong. Yeah, it just it, this movie seems like it's a little bit different um, than I don't know what I would expect to be nominated for uh, Best Picture. But it is a Sundance Film Festival movie, actually, um, from from last year, from January of last year. So um, so I, I mean, I, I guess it kind of, you know, it came through the, the festival circuit, just like a lot of nominations do.
0: Yeah. And Farhan, you talk a lot about the balance between art and entertainment. And now this isn't a knock on Promising Young Woman, but like this is easily the most entertaining of the movies that we've watched so far. Maybe Trial of Chicago Seven's close in terms of entertainment. Why would it be a knock? Oh, it's not a knock because uh, I'm not saying that it's um, that it's not deserving of being a nominee for best picture. It's still oh, like okay. it is. Uh, it's just that. Oh, the,
1: you're so you're saying that it's not? It is deserving.
0: It is deserving. I guess what I'm saying is I'm knocking the best picture nominations generally that we are expected to see from the Academy Awards. Like, they're usually not so entertaining. They're a lot more on the artsy side.
1: I did not think this was deserving. (laughs) (laughs) So... To knock on the movie, yeah. Well, okay. so but what for us better. I
2: think it was getting at too is just the the fact that usually saying a movie was entertaining is like a reductive quality, like gotcha. that's meant to to cheapen it and be like, yeah, it, it was it was just mm. something that you would enjoy, but not something that you would seriously, uh, you know. Critique and and think that it's you know uh, anything special like that. That's the kind of the the general right category. A lot of people put things in when they say it's entertaining. Um, but the I yeah I, I agree with you, Faraz. That that's that's a little bit unfair to to a lot of movies and and you know Faran Faran just said it too, where he's like, why would something being enter- being entertaining be a knock? That doesn't make yeah. any sense. And I think I agree with that generally. Um, it's not so. a knock.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I mean, like I'm thinking of other movies that we have seen, such as like Mank and Nomadland. I don't think they're, I mean, they're nominated. I can see why they're nominated for Best Picture, but they're not nearly as entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That's, and that's a weird thing to
2: say because movies are supposed to be a form of entertainment, right? But yeah,
0: I, that's the whole thing. It can be, cannot be. Depends on your mood.
2: <laughs> right. Because it can also just be art, right? I, I can I can see that. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie this movie nominated for best, not just Best Picture, but Best Director and um, Carrie Mulligan for Best Actress as well true so it actually has a
0: lot of nominations are we okay i'm not familiar with the director here um at all emerald fennel she is known mainly for the crown the netflix series um i have not seen that have you guys what does
1: she do for that show is she is she directing that very different show from this movie this movie (laughs) like incredibly different
0: she's just an actress on it
1: she's camilla okay okay yeah
0: yeah, she's camilla okay so that makes what so she directed this movie She directed it and and wrote it. Yeah,
1: she wrote
2: it. It, By the way, it nominated for Best Original Screenplay as well. So um, that's a big one. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: her first full feature direction, too.
2: Yeah, this is I mean, this is just, uh, you know, a a woman pretty young in her career just getting getting a shot. And, uh, you know, she she kind of swung for the fences, I think. I mean, she did a lot of things different in this movie. So uh, that's cool to see, I think.
0: I'm just unfamiliar with her past work. That's all.
2: Well, there's not a lot of it. I think that's why. Right.
0: Yeah. I am much more familiar with Carrie Mulligan, though. I remember watching An Education because I think it was like regarded to be a good movie and I didn't care too much for it. Far and I'm pretty sure we watched it together. Did we? An Education? An Education. I'm pretty sure I told you, like, hey, I'm going to go get this from Family Video. (laughs) Maybe we did. I don't
1: remember. (laughs)
0: That was her in that movie? Yeah, and then I know her from oh. what? Um, she's in that movie with Leo. Wow, I can't. Remember. It's a Great Gatsby, the book, um, movie, whatever. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, she plays Daisy
2: Buchanan. What else? She's she's in a lot of. I feel like she's a little. Oh, bit. Oh, she was in
0: me. Mudbound, uh, with Matthew McConaughey, right? That's what Mudbound is. Oh no, no, that's not Mudbound. That's Mud. <laughs> Mudbound is a Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Mudbound is a Netflix movie, uh, directed by Dee Reese. I remember that one. She's good in that as well. Oh, she's in Drive with uh, Ryan Gosling.
1: That's how I know her. Yeah, from Drive.
0: From Drive and, and Education. She's the same character or something, I don't know. She acts the same. In this movie though, was probably the I don't know, she she stood out way more than she has in the other films that I know her from.
2: Yeah, to me she's a little bit like ubiquitous where Like, I I just feel like, yeah, I see her all the time. But I also, I just couldn't pinpoint what I've seen her in. And then when I look at her work, it's like, yeah, she's in a lot of stuff actually in, you know, in varying roles. But this is, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I never really took uh, much notice of her acting. But in a prominent role like this, it was like my first time actually getting to evaluate her more closely. I think I just recently watched, there's this movie called The Dig that just came out on on Netflix. And I, I don't think it's like a particularly highly marketed film or anything but I just watched that and I totally forgot she was in it already. <laughs> she's <was> in that <laughs> Great Gatsby yeah, like you said uh, inside Lewin Davis. Um, she's in Public Enemies. She's in she's in a lot of movies really like I just I feel like you, there's a lot of movies that people would know that she's she's been in but you may not know her that well.
0: Yeah, I mean in general what I do remember from her I thought she was always a pretty solid actress and um, I th- I think in this film she was pretty good too.
1: I mean I think I'll, I think a lot of the love for this movie is coming from so, okay, this is a very strongly, you know, empowering movie for women is That's it though? like pretty much the entire movie well we should oh, 100%. actually 100% honestly
2: it's worth giving a trigger warning for this movie right uh, it has a lot to do with sexual assault that is a a big component of the film um, and so there are a lot of you know uncomfortable scenes to that end but but yeah fine go ahead I, I I think I know where you're where you're you're headed with this but I, I and I might agree with you a little bit here
1: well I, I just mean to say that this the subject matter for this movie if I was to put this in a genre, it's like feminist cult films or something like that. I don't know, but I mean this that's a that is a huge proponent of this movie it's it's very strongly feminist it's it's an empowering movie for women to watch. Just kind of topically, I think that is a lot of what gave this movie any notoriety. you know so if you if you look at the context in which this movie is being made or was made. You know, I think it's an appropriate time for a movie like this to come out. With all the stuff that happened just over the past year that we, you know, we could think about. Yeah. And cancel, like, this is the perfect movie to come out for cancel culture. Just the absolute perfect one.
0: One thing I do think you're definitely right about is the context in which that this film is coming out is probably helping it gain some notoriety, which is which is fine. I mean, a lot of the other movies that are also nominated for Best Picture... We kind of said the same thing, didn't we? We said, you know, for Chicago, uh, The Trial of Chicago 7, for Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. um, we mentioned the same, same thing, how it's so timely uh, in terms of our current climate, uh, cultural climate, that it, it makes sense that why it would uh, it would be impactful to the overall society's discussion. Therefore, it's worthy of a nomination, perhaps
2: and that to me is just one of the natural functions of film right to to reflect what is working their way through people's minds in in society in a given time period like i, I think that's not just true of like a bunch of movies in this cycle but it's just it should generally be true of, of film right like that's just an important function um aside from the art of it like that you know films can play um so so it's not a bad thing that it should be you know, it should gain some additional attention because of the subject matter. That's actually a good thing. What I don't like, and we talked about this a little bit with, with Parasite winning last year, where, you know, Hollywood has been under fire for a lot of their issues in the past few years. And then they, you know, a- after it's, you know, it's it's evident that they've been criticized a lot about diversity issues, you know, Parasite wins best film. And, and there was a little bit of like... It almost felt a little bit like they did it so that they could say they did it. And then like, okay, you can't you can't Mm. say that about us anymore. Right. I'm saying they're overcompensating, Mm -hmm. overcompensating. And then, you know, people basically doing something so that they can't they can't be criticized in that matter moving forward. Right. In a way, I kind of felt like, you know, in despite whatever this movie is like it just a little bit of it felt like I was surprised to see it in this category because it's it's a thriller and just the style of the movie is not something that you would expect to see in the best film category um, and I'm not somebody who ever agrees with you know the films that are in the best film category necessarily right so But I saw it there and I was a little bit surprised and then given the subject matter I just I hope they're not you know post Harvey Weinstein era and all of that like you know let's prop this movie up a little bit so that you know we can say that you know we promote this kind of thing. Um, I, I hope that's not what's going on, but I kind of in the back of my head feel like that's part of why it's getting a little bit more attention from the academy
0: um, than it would otherwise.
1: Uh, I think you hit it on the nail 100 percent, man. I don't
0: I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying. Um, and then if you look at you know the general reception critically, um, audience scores, et cetera, it doesn't seem to stand out the same way you see other people best picture nominees stand out. With that said, let's uh go into our scores. Okay. All right, for narrative I gave it a 90. 85.
1: Uh 75.
0: For writing I gave it a 75. 75 for me too. 75. For acting I gave it an 80. 80. Uh, 75. Oh man.
2: <laughs> we could have all agreed on two categories.
0: <laughs> for themes I gave it a 100. Oh, I'm at an 85. 80. And for aesthetics, I gave it an eighty. Seventy for me. Uh
1: seventy five.
0: Farn, your scoring is so boring, man.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I it's I don't know what to tell you. Uh the I only, thought this is a very average film. I mean, so.
0: to be fair, your uh, tally comes out to a seventy-five, right? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. That's about <laughs> yeah. seventy-five like six times. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's very close to what the general uh, feeling is for most people when you look at the other places for like what the scores were for me it came mm. up to came up to a 79 and for Yusuf at an 83 looks like we kind of do think that the narrative is strong foreign things is somewhat average um i thought the themes were hard-hitting and well done and i'll get into that obviously mm. with spoilers and then for aesthetics i kind of wanted to go higher so i'm interested to hear why i guess you guys thought it was somewhat average um i actually wanted to go higher than i did but i, I knocked it down for some things in any case that does it for the preview episode everyone we'll be back next week with the discussion peace
2: thanks for listening to this production of the twice over if you enjoyed this episode consider subscribing and sharing it with a friend want to see what your tally is check out the all the movies we've done are listed there as well as what we're watching for the current week Follow us at the Twice Over on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, where you can leave us any suggestions, feedback, or comments. And if you're about it, you can also support us on Patreon. The music you hear on this podcast is from Amerigo Gazaway. You can find his work on Bandcamp and Spotify.